0: Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We've, got Good morning. Our, we've got our ministry team together for the morning here at Crossroads Church and Ministries. If you're not on the screen, don't worry. If you're in your pajamas, we can't see you. So <laughs> uh, we're glad you're here with us. But we're Kathleen
1: so, did have her pajamas on last <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're so grateful to be together. Uh, in this moment that obviously is really difficult for us all in so many different ways and unique ways. Uh, We're grateful for all of you that are out on the front lines. We continue to pray for you. And we want to start with a verse out of Psalm 56 this morning, which has been our psalm for the week. And it's simply this, I am proud to praise God. I am proud to praise God, fearless now, I trust in God. Can we say this together? Mm -hmm. God is with me.
1: God is with me. And Mm -hmm. God
0: is with us. God God is with us. us. We'll say it again. God is with me. God is is with me. me. And God is with us. And God God is with us. So as we enter worship today, let's just remember, and as we enter our week, this beautiful week, where Jesus enters in to the most profound week of history, from the triumphal entry into Jerusalem, into uh, his death on the cross and the resurrection. Let's remember that God is with us individually and God is with us corporately.
1: Mm Yeah. Amen. Good
2: morning, everybody. So this morning, as we celebrate this Palm Sunday, we invite you to sing along with us. And kids, especially if you have palm branches, maybe you're working out a palm craft, you can raise those up and sing this with us. To the kingdom glory and life, all praises.
3: good it is to remember the goodness of the Lord. Even in difficult situations, God's goodness remains with us. And we can celebrate God's goodness even in, uh, we, as we go into communion with our friends Sean and Kathleen.
4: This morning we gather together around our own tables. Although we may long to be together under one roof, we celebrate the mystery that we are one body the body of Christ, continuing the meal that was begun by Jesus 2,000 years ago. Several days ago, bef- excuse me, several days before the meal with Jesus' disciples, on the day that we celebrate as Palm Sunday, at the beginning of what we now call Holy Week, Jesus entered Jerusalem, riding on the back of a donkey. An excited crowd of people gathered in the road as he entered they began saying,
5: Hosanna to the Son of David.
4: They threw their coats on the ground and cried out,
5: Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord.
4: They cut palm branches and laid them in the road before Jesus, and they exclaimed,
5: Hosanna in the highest heaven.
4: We remember together on the night Jesus was betrayed. He took bread, and he broke it, and he shared it.
5: And he said, this is my body, the bread of new life. Share this and remember me. We give you thanks, and we remember you. Hosanna in the highest. Then
4: Jesus took the cup. And he blessed it, and he gave thanks for it and said, This is the new covenant, the gift of my life,
5: the cup of salvation. Share this
4: and remember me.
5: Jesus, we give you thanks and remember you. Hosanna in the highest. Let's take the bread and the wine together.
6: Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart not be all else to me save that thou art thou my best thought by day or by night walking or sleeping thy presence my life be thou my wisdom be thou my true word I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. Thou my great Father, and I thy true Son. Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou in inheritance, now and always. Thou and Thou only first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure Thou
5: art.
6: High King of heaven, when victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall. Still be my vision, O ruler of all. Heart of my own heart, ever befall. Still be my vision, O ruler of all. Still Still be my vision. Still be my vision. Still be my vision. Still be my vision.
3: Oh God, we thank you. God, we thank you that in times of great joy and in times of great suffering, you are with us, loving us, encouraging us, healing us, helping us see our next step, bringing us closer to you, oh God. So God, as a congregation, we gather and we believe your word that you are good. And we can taste and see that you, our God, are so very, very good in each and every circumstance. And so we lift up this song to you, O oh, Taste and See, with our friend Skylar, giving you thanks, giving you praise, thanking you that you are strengthening us even in times of great difficulty. We thank you, God. Oh,
7: taste and see
0: God, we will give thanks to you. Thanks, Skylar, for leading us in that song. One of the ways that we give thanks to God is we bring our whole self, our body, soul, and spirit, our resources. And you guys have been so amazing, really, uh, since all of the changes have kind of happened, that we're not meeting together as a group, but we really are together as a group. And uh you guys have been so connected and involved. we're so grateful for that. So this morning, as we received the offering, we wanna just uh thank God for your generosity, for mm-hmm. the ways you guys continue to Such engage
1: thank you so and much. to be
0: connected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um There's three primary ways that we can give into the offering today as we uh pray. One is you can just simply text you can text eight four three, two, one. And when you text that number, they'll be in the message box. You can just put in the amount that you want to give. Some of you are familiar with that already. If it's the first time you do that, it will take you to a portal that will have you sign up and you can give through your credit card. That would be amazing. Um, some of you continue to send your checks in. Uh, that's the way Claire and I like to give is we're check people. So we just keep kind of mailing it in. Um, So you can always do that. Just mail it to the church offices and our financial. Scott's a
1: dinosaur.
0: Exactly. He has never
1: used Venmo. And
0: he's awesome,
1: though. We love our dinosaur right here.
0: Uh, It makes sense to me. (laughs) Anyway, and then um, another way is you can just simply go to the website. And on the website, if you go to ccmonline.org, you'll see at the top bar, there's a Give portal. You just punch on give, and then it kind of leads you through. If you give to the general fund, it'll it'll let you select how you want to give your money. If you give to the general fund, that just kind of pays the bills around here because the bills do not stop in the midst of all of the shutdowns. Uh, or you can give to a lot of other choices, and whatever you feel like God's leading you to do, we'd be thrilled with that. But I want to tell you, that you're giving is making a huge difference, not only just to keep things running around here, but also in a couple of weeks, we have things like the food pantry coming up. We've got plans. We'll roll those things out for you. And um, we, we are expecting a lot of things going on. We've got other outreaches that are going on. Claire's going to tell you about a couple of things, cool things that have been happening, just kind of uh, spirit-led Um, around things like Haiti and God's just doing amazing work through your giving. So Mm -hmm. as we pray, I just want to encourage you to give, keep giving guys, your giving's making a difference. And one thing is for sure, these are the kinds of moments, none of us pray for these moments, but these are the kinds of moments where the gospel really gets traction in all of our hearts, whether we believe in Jesus or not, it becomes those seeking opportunities and our giving helps continue to fuel that forward. So Father, in Jesus' name, so grateful, God, for the generosity of your people. And we do pray for all of the needs around us and all of the ways that Mm -hmm. we can connect with the world. We pray that you would help us. Spirit, lead us as a congregation, as a people, and as friends of Crossroads Church and Ministries to make a difference in this world. God, we want to see your word go forth. And we want to see people's lives not only helped and restored and changed, but transformed. And we ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks guys for your giving. So grateful for that. Now, Jacques, you've got a couple of announcements for us. uh, If I'm not mistaken.
8: Yes, you are correct. Good morning. And welcome to your next step news. This week is Holy week. What an awesome week we're in. And although we are physically distancing, there are still many offerings for you and your children to participate in throughout this week with your CCM family. On Holy Thursday, which is April 9th, beginning at noon, you can participate in Holy Thursday, Meal for the Home. You can log in and get details on ways that you and your family can participate. Also, on Thursday, your kids can participate in an arts-based kids retreat, reflecting on God and art. This retreat begins at 2 p.m. and goes until 3 p.m., and it's free for all participants. Both of these Thursday offerings are online at www.ccmonline.org backslash events, or by going through our Facebook page. On Good Friday, April 10th, from noon to 1230, we will be presenting The Road. Walk the Road That Jesus Walked. This is also at ccmonline.org, events, I'm sorry, ccmonline.org, backslash events, and on Facebook Live. And then on Sunday, April 12th, at 10.32 a.m., we will celebrate our Easter service online together as a CCM family at ccmonline.org, Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Join us to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. We look forward to this celebration with you, all together as a family. On Monday, April 13th at 6.30 p.m. is our food pantry distribution night. We are implementing new safety protocols to keep our volunteers and those who need resources safe in the season of COVID-19. If you are in need of assistance, please call the church at 269-781-9094. There are virtual small groups going on throughout the week, as well as daily midday prayer that you can join us each day at noon. Go to our Facebook page under Crossroads Church and Ministries. Or you can go to www.ccmonline.org for more information. That's all for the next step step news for this week. That's a tongue twister there. (laughs) Blessings to you and yours through this week.
9: Thank you, Pastor Jacques. And uh this is Arts Pastor Stacey Livingston on for just a moment to let you at home know, kids, um, if you didn't already make a um a poem for Palm Sunday, this would be a great opportunity to do this. We have a really neat song coming up next with um uh Taneka and her daughter Nina, and so this would be a great way to um, participate in worship right now. So to make a palm branch at home, really simple: take a piece of paper, draw your hand on it, and cut it out. Then find a stick—anything you got laying around, a stick outside, or we used um, an old paint stir stick at home—and we duct taped it on, and we made our own homemade palm branch. So this is a great way that you can. Uh, Uh, worship at home on Palm Sunday and you can do that work on that right now during this next song or you can do it after service today or you can use your own hands and make your own palm branches like this there we go you can do that (laughs) so we're going to welcome now Taneika and Nina we can't wait to hear your song thank you for joining us this morning where are you now when
10: darkness seems to win? Oh, why? Where are you now when the world is crumbling? Oh, why? Look up child ooh ay. Ay, look out, child
1: o oh, a look, look up child. So we uh love when Tanaka and Nina sing and Definitely. and Nina's um Tierra rocked that <laughs> song, just so you know, and we we love that that. We really have generations of people raising up. In fact, the grandma and grandpa are here with us today, too. So right. what a gift to have uh, generations of worshipers and really, really grateful. Yes. So um, I want to just invite you guys to read along. Uh, our friend Matt Lynn is going to be guiding us in the scripture for today. And you can read along out loud or simply let the words wash over you. But I just invite you to take a breath. Yes. And uh, allow yourself to be ready to hear something from God through God's words. And don't let any preconceived ideas, you've, you know, you may have been to many um, uh, Palm Sunday services in your lifetime, or you've read this passage many times, but the Spirit of God breathes, He breathes fresh
5: mm-hmm.
1: every day. So we're going to be listening for the words mm-hmm. of Christ for us through our brother matt amen
11: well good morning and good morning ccm family it is my pleasure to be able to bring this word of god to you today Uh, the scripture we'll be reading today is from john chapter 12 starting at verse 12 through verse 19 the next day the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that jesus was coming to jerusalem So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it as it was written. Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign, that the crowd went to meet him. The Pharisees then said to one another, you see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after
5: him.
1: Let's just take a breath and allow uh, the imagery of this scripture to be alive for you at the moment the sights, the sounds, what it must have been like on that day, what it must have felt like for Jesus to ride in on a donkey, the sign of a peaceful king, what it must have been like for him to hear the words Hosanna and look at his people that he loved so much, knowing that none of them really understood what was happening. And so today we offer ourselves to you, God, knowing that there are some things we understand and there are some things we have no idea what's happening. And we're trusting the King who comes in peace. Amen. So, uh, you know, it's a little weird... You know, talking to my friends online here and, and with Scott sitting right there. Um, and everything is like, I don't really understand what's happening. Uh, there is um, a beautiful scripture there telling us that the disciples didn't know what was happening. And yet they were with Jesus every day. And if anybody should have known what was happening, it should have been those that had been closest to Jesus. We've been in the shift series. And, you know, you see the the way that we began this series, we had no idea what was coming. And I think everything has shifted. It feels like so much has shifted in my life, but one thing remains, and that is God's love. Whether everything is changing or not, God's love remains. When we look at a uh, Palm Sunday and we look at the shift that was about to happen from Palm Sunday through this Holy Week to Easter Sunday, we realize that there probably was no greater shift in history than at that time. I mean, Holy Week... Uh, had over 100 Old Testament prophecies that were fulfilled in that week of Jesus' life. Over 100 Old Testament prophecies were fulfilled in that week. In the final week of Jesus' life on earth, we see, you know, in the 21 chapters of John, there's over half of John that deals with the last week of Jesus' life. In the Gospel of Matthew, two-fifths of the life of Jesus um, is the last part of his life. Three-fifths in Mark's gospel, one-third of Luke's gospel is all about the end of Jesus' life. There's something the Spirit wants us to pay attention to. There's something that even entering into this Holy Week, friends, um, we want to be Holy Week people that remember. So can we just say to ourselves or out loud, Holy Week people can remember we can this week that jesus lived he spent telling the truth he spent saying hard things he spent weeping over jerusalem he spent with his dearest friends and and i know you can't get in the homes of your dearest friends but you can come online together he knew his life was about to end this week but he also knew that resurrection had the last word See, Holy Week people can remember. Can we just say that? Holy Week people can remember. We can remember to ask one another, how is it with your soul right now? How is it with your soul? I mean, Mary, during this Holy Week, anointed her friend Jesus and actually anointed his body for burial. So, you know, we want to ask people, how is it with your soul and not just speed past what they're grieving over, what they're concerned about. See, Jesus took the time to weep this week over Jerusalem. He stood up over Jerusalem and he wept. And there might be times you need to weep over the suffering that's happening for people in in this week. Even though Jesus knew Sunday was the resurrection, he took the time to weep. I think when people ask us how it is with our soul, we actually have the opportunity to say, "I'm overwhelmed," or, "Or I'm feeling compassionate," or "I'm feeling afraid," and, and I think this crisis has actually given people permission to, to name their feelings, to name that feeling, and I, I believe that Holy Week people can remember. Can we say it one more time? Holy Week people can remember right? And we can remember with compassion, that word compassion means to suffer with, to suffer with, compassio, to suffer with. And I think if you turn on the television, you're practicing walking with Jesus all the way to the cross this week. I think um, one of the most powerful times of my life was during the, the Haiti earthquake. And I regularly, I made it a, a point every day to watch the newscast and weep with Haiti. And I know it's hard, friends, but you know, Jesus was looking for people to tarry with him, to walk with him, to be with him through this week. And, and so if we could practice compassion and, and be with people at a macro sense in the world and pray for places that are hardest hit, the hot spots and to, and to let our hearts be compassionate, we would be actually remembering Holy Week. See, I think um, Holy Week people can remember. And yesterday, or, I came into the church and I walked in, and it was just empty. And um, uh, I, I just, I, I kind of had a meltdown. And I felt my sadness. I was like, I want my people in my seats. I. I don't want to look at empty chairs in here. I, I want to see the faces of the people that that I'm doing community with, that I'm doing life with. I, I want to hear the sound of their voices when they sing. I don't want to sing in little rooms. I, I want to sing with my people. I, I want I want to experience them. I want to know what they're concerned about. And I was, I was just um, I was just feeling that. And I and Scott said to me, How are you? And, he said, "How are you doing right now?" And I said, "I'm really sad." And um, so he just said, "Okay." And so we just stood there, and you know, we held each other, and we let uh, ourselves feel what that felt like to miss you all. And um, and then I had to get to work, <laughs> and so I walked into my office, and I, I did feel a little bit better, but you know, there's still some lingering sadness. And, and I walked in to my office and there were a boatload of masks on the table in my, in my room. And, um, uh, Alyssa, uh, is a part of a co-op and, and this woman made these masks for frontline workers. I was like, oh my gosh, I think my soul's a little bit better right now. And then I walked down the hall and I went into the room and Scott was in the main office and there he was with all of these um, more masks that came from a different set of community members. And they were for our volunteers for the food bank, for the food pantry um, and to protect them. And, and I got to tell you, I was, I was better in my soul because I was remembering that love triumphs that love will, capital L, love will always triumph, friends. Holy week people remember. We remember that there are unjust systems and that, that in this, um, in this culture, The people who will suffer the most are the poor and the marginalized, and those who don't have access to the things that others have access to. Um, The entertainment culture is no more, and all of those people that relied uh, um, on those uh, on entertainment to make their money and and you know hourly workers and and people who are having so much challenge. Walking in Holy Week makes us remember the daughter of Zion when Jesus said, daughter of Zion, don't worry, he was really speaking to one of the the parts of culture that was least looked upon as valuable women. And I love it that Jesus didn't say, you know, son of Zion. He just was like daughter of Zion. He was saying, I'm calling out all of you who are afraid right now for your paycheck, all of you who are afraid that you're not going to make it. Jesus was always looking at those that were looked at as the bottom of what a resources were, of what respect was, but not in Jesus' heart. And what was really cool was almost um, as soon as these things started to unfold, I saw Kelly Short put on Facebook, what is happening to the homeless population right now? What is happening? And, and I thought, oh my gosh, Kelly didn't say am I going to get my paycheck? She started thinking about the homeless population. And then we're sitting on the 22nd of March and our son Ian looked at us and he said, we have to call Pastor Carlo. It's his birthday and we need to find out what they need. And so he called up Pastor Carlo and we had a little conference call on his birthday. And, and Ian was saying, tell us what you need. Tell us what you need. And, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is holy pe- week people remember. To, to look out for the people who are on the margins to see what did they need, not just what do I need, right? Holy people, holy weak people, holy people, remember, they remember that it's in our spiritual DNA to suffer hardness, friends. We, we, we have never been through a pandemic before, it's true. Our brain is not wired for that, but you are hardwired for connection and your ancestors have gone through plagues. Do you know that? Like read all through the Old Testament, the plagues our people have lived through. We have, we have stories in our family line of suffering. And you know what? You have that DNA. You have it. You are hardwired to be able to go through a pandemic like the Hebrews 11 people who say, let us press on. Let us press on. Yes, it's hard. We know. Read Hebrews 11 and all they went through. And we'll say, oh my gosh, I'm hardwired for this. It is in my DNA. And, and maybe you even need to remember a hard time in your life that you've lived through right now. And remember how you came through. See, it is both and yes, we show compassion and we, and we, and we can weep and we can cry. And then we need to remember whose we are. We are a part of a great cloud of witnesses that are cheering us on right now saying, my friends, we lived through pandemics. We lived through, uh, financial shortages. We lived through slavery. We lived through being, um, disenfranchised. We understand. And I want to say, friends, we are holy. Weak people and we can remember. We need to know that even when we're when we're walking through these moments, that we can remember to choose to walk this week with Jesus. Like read the gospel passages of Holy Week and say, I'm walking with Jesus right now. This is not even a story out there anymore. This isn't even like the ancient story of my faith. It's a living, breathing Bible that I can I can live into right now. And, you know, friends, there are so many ways that people are responding that are so beautiful. I mean, we are living in a time where people are caring about each other. They're caring that the good news gets preached. I mean, even right now, just think about somebody that you used to sit next to in church four weeks ago. And begin to pray for them. Think about the person that caught your eye when they walked in one day and you just were giving thanks for them and saying, oh God, thank you that I go to church with this person. And just let them come fully in your consciousness at the moment. And begin to pray for both the person who caught your heart that you were concerned about or sat next to or or were grateful for and just begin to hold them up to God right now. And maybe many more faces are coming, like a whole great cloud of witnesses that you go to church with right now are coming to your mind. And you're praying for them and you're saying, oh God, we were made for these moments. The church, we have it hardwired in our DNA to walk through Holy Week all the way to the cross and beyond. See, the church right now is out in the wild, friends. We really are. The church is out in the wild. And I don't believe God caused this suffering, but what I do believe is God always uses suffering to form the character of Christ in us. And with this kind of global solidarity where, you know, it's beyond race, gender, religion, nation, we start to pay attention to this reality that God is working in our midst right now. He's giving us the ability to love. We can pray macro prayers for the world. We can pray smaller prayers for our community. We can pray for our dear ones. And we can pray for ourselves. And know that God is walking with us in this time. I know that there's an invitation for prayer, friends, like you've never known before, that even when we pray together um, midday, we'd love for you to come with us. But even if you can't, wherever you are, just stop at noon and know that you're praying with us, that we we really believe that prayer is what is, we're being called to do in this time. This is the call. We, you know, many of you uh, are healthcare workers. We are praying for you on the front line there. And those of us that are on the front line in prayer, we are holding your arms up and we are praying for our world. And we are praying for a great awakening. We are praying for God's kingdom to come. We're called to pray and we can do it. See, Matthew 21 is another place where um, the scripture talks about this Palm Sunday experience. And it says, when they came near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples and said, go to a village ahead and immediately find a donkey tied and a colt with her and untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them. And he will send them immediately. See, holy, weak people, they remember to follow directions and to worship. Holy people, holy people, holy, weak people, holy people, they remember to follow God's directions. Like if God asks you to do something really weird to go get a donkey for somebody, I don't know what God's going to ask you to do, but follow directions and worship. You know, the word Hosanna is our God saves. Our God saves. Our God does save. Absolutely does save. Holy, weak people, we will learn things during this pandemic. We will learn what it was like to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It says in Hebrews 5 even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. Even Jesus learned obedience from the things he suffered. We can learn how to take directions from God right now. And we can learn how to worship. Holy week people, this is exposing our materialism, our consumerism. It is showing us that we are finite and that we are infinite. That this body will pass away and that heaven and earth, Lord, in your mercy, we are eternal. And we have to, we have to. Remember that we are resurrection people at the end of Holy Week. We want you to know that there are so many ways for you to stay connected, even though we're far apart. There are so many ways for you to be loved in your vulnerability. There are so many ways for you to become courageous in the midst of really hard times. And you are able. In that passage that we opened up with, there were four different people in that group, the ones that actually saw Lazarus raised from the dead, the disciples, people who heard about the testimony, and finally the religious people. But none of them got it. Not yet anyway. And I want to say, friends, even though you don't get what this is going to look like at the end, you know the God who gets it. And you know the God who takes us from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. You know the God who says you are loved. So, I just want to pray here for a moment. I want to just take a deep breath and remember that you are loved. And could you even just breathe that in? I
5: am loved. And let it become a part of your breathing. I am loved.
1: And that loved comes from capital L. God is love. And God is taking us through this week. And we are Holy Week people. And we can remember the footsteps of Jesus all the way. So I want to invite you this week, all the ways that you can engage with the ways that will open up uh, small groups and ways to be in the Holy Week move. And we as Holy Week people can remember. And our God, friends, is a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper. And so as Don just sings the blessing over us to end our service today, I want to say to you that you are loved. Carry it with you. Maybe we could even say one more time, holy Week, people can remember. Holy Week, people can remember. Amen.
2: bless you and keep you. God's face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. May God's favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children.
0: guys. What a great time we've had together today. I think the general message for all of us this week as we enter into this amazing week leading up to the resurrection the most important day in history for all of us Uh is to just pay attention, Uh be aware of what's going on around you. Look for opportunities Uh uh, to reach out and to make a difference. Uh Make sure you're allowing God to speak into your own life. Had some amazing things. Claire brought up some wonderful things going on. One of the cool things that happened this week, just one of those spirit led opportunities. I've got your back for instance, Sean and Kathleen and their family their foundation uh, reached out to a bunch of the medical workers in the community to just give them lunch. They did a fundraiser. So just look for those opportunities because they're all around us every day, Mm -hmm. just to be a blessing in large ways. And in small ways, you don't know how important, maybe even a phone call and praying with somebody might be one of your friends that you think is really solid and sound right now. Just them hearing your voice might be all they need to make it through this week. So God bless you guys. Have an amazing week. We are heading to the resurrection, to the turning point of history. And we're believing great things for you guys and for ourselves. So bless you guys. Have a great week.
7: Love
2: you.